Jennifer called a meeting of her staff on the following morning. Standing around, looking at her anxiously, were Mrs. Friedman, secretary, and detectives Tony Gilmore, young and pretty, Simon Black, also young and with a jester's face, Patrick Mulligan, tall and lugubrious, and elderly Phil Marshall with his white hair and gentle face. I've decided to take extended leave, said Agatha. Why? asked Phil. Are you ill? No, said Agatha. I'm in perfect health. I would just like a break. I wonder who he is, thought Tony. Agatha's been wearing ankle-killing stilettos for the past weeks. Let's just go through the cases, said Agatha briskly. Each of you can take on one of my cases. How long do you plan to be away? asked Phil. Oh, until I feel I've had enough time off, said Agatha airily, thinking, until he proposes. She proceeded to deal briskly, allocating her work. When she left at lunchtime, they waited until they heard her reach the bottom of the stairs and slam the street door. What's it all about? asked Patrick. Phil, who lived in the same village as Agatha, felt he knew the answer. Agatha's been employing this gardener. I think she's smitten. But so are most of the women in the village. Agatha probably feels she's losing out by being away at work. And maybe I could find out something about him to put Agatha off, said Simon. Tony and I could look into it. There's too much work, said Tony sharply. She hadn't forgiven Simon for declaring his love for her and then joining the army, getting engaged to a female sergeant, and then ditching his sergeant at the altar. I'll ask around, said Phil. I live in the village, although with the amount of work Agatha's left us, I won't get much chance for free time. We'd all better get to work. Agatha had found the side mirror on her car had been bent in. She pressed the electronic button to restore it to its proper viewing position, and, as it slid into place, she got a clear reflection of her face. Before the mirror settled back into its correct position and her startled face disappeared from view, she noticed two nasty little lines on her upper lip. She was seized with a feeling of savage jealousy of the beautiful soap star who had invaded the village. Jessica, unlike Agatha, did not smoke. She went for long, healthy walks at weekends. She didn't have to worry about the disintegration of the body that plagued Agatha. The body which seemed determined to have a square shape with saggy bits. For one clear moment she felt ridiculous. Chasing after a gardener. What a cliché. But then she thought of George, of his strong body and those beautiful muscled legs, and set her lips in a firm line. Into battle once more.